0: My name is John Omarchata and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Oh man, there's a couple of things that 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 are going on. Um, I, said, I almost sounded like fucking Christopher Walken there. Uh, one, I think John Fugle saying is afraid to debate me, uh, and I guess I'll, I'll talk on that for a quick hot second. Um, he shitposts a lot on purpose he's trying to rile up Christians to the left I don't know if it's or I'm sorry on the right uh, I, I think it's in in uh, in a way to try to browbeat Christians into uh, not voting for Donald Trump into not being Christian to be honest I don't think he's Christian that's my opinion uh, by all the shit that I've noticed that uh, he talks for the past oh I don't know year year and a half maybe two um if you don't know who John Fugelsang is, he was a co-host on America's Funniest Home Videos with Jason Fuentes. His mom and dad used to be clergy members in the Catholic Church. His mom was a nun. His father was a a uh, priest, and uh, they got together and, uh, and left. And so they broke their vows to the church, um, and then ended up getting married. I think getting married and, and having John, and uh, I believe. He was born and raised out in California. I think he still lives out there. However, he has talked recently about being in New York on one of his tu- uh, tweets. So, uh, he, no matter, he's in a liberal safe haven, basically. And, um, and he is always incorporated. He's a stand-up comic. He's always incorporated uh, the fact that his mom and dad used to be uh, clergy members. He doesn't, he doesn't approach it from the angle that I do, which is, uh, yeah, they broke their fucking vows and they left the church. Uh, he likes to make it a more uh, come from a more sweet approach, right? He doesn't want to make his mom and dad out to be bad people. He wants to try and uh, espouse the things that he stands for as being good, and I get that. Most of us do that. Um, he uh, and so he uses that in order to browbeat Christians with what he sees as hypocrisy within Christianity. And although there is plenty of hypocrisy, not. Denying that. Uh, you know, we've had the scandal within the Catholic Church with uh, the uh, the abuse scandal, which is what I call it. I don't like calling it the sex abuse scandal because I feel like that almost uh, brings in, you know, the idea that there was uh, consensuality, if that's the word. There was consent, I should say, upon both sides, and uh, in many cases there wasn't. It was rape. Uh, but anyway, he likes to try and point out all the hypocrisies of Christianity. Um, and then, he, and then hypocritically, uh, browbeats us uh, anytime that we call out hypocrisy somewhere else when, um, you know, he, he practices in it. So, because um, he wants Christians to be loving and caring, you know, this, you know, and, and basically uh, keep getting slapped on the face and turning the other cheek uh, because he knows that we'll do it. Uh, a, a point to, to make is that he never goes after Islam, never goes after Judaism, never goes after Hindus or Buddhists or any other religion, only Christianity. And it's usually Christians who voted for Trump, uh, again never goes after any of the other religions with their people that support Trump, and there are. And I'm shocked as well that there are Muslims that, that support Trump especially being that the uh, entire left uh Democrats, liberals have uh, have basically partnered up with Islam for some odd reason. Um, when there's no greater threat to liberalism, I think today than than Islam itself. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, he goes after Christians and um, goes after him quite a few ways. His uh, his paragraph, like I was talking about, um, he uses often, and I have. Uh, Attacked him on those. I I wrote down everything that he says in this dumbass paragraph, and then I I made counterpoints to it that completely demolish the bullshit that he says in these things. Right? And uh, a long time ago, if you remember, I had my debate with uh, someone on Twitter about the divinity of Jesus. I believe that it was John Fuglesang who was the source of that. It was one of his followers that uh, engaged me in this debate. And throughout the debate, I would notice that John Fugel saying would like what the other side was saying against me, their counterpoints, quote-unquote counterpoints. I won that debate. Christ is divine. He is holy. He is God. Um, And that's, you know, we ended up ending the debate, but uh, Christ is holy. And I proved it throughout it. But anyway, John Fuegel was saying, uh, you know, was liking all that other guy's stuff. Not all of it, but a lot of it. So I know he was paying attention. And uh, I think he had a, a, a bit of a shiver up his spine watching that and seeing that uh, I'm obviously formidable. That's my wheelhouse, is uh, Christianity and religion. And uh, I would certainly debate him or um, Sam Cedar or anybody on the left in uh, religion and uh, do just fine. Um, But anyway, I went after John when I've seen stupid tweets that he's pointed out. I follow him because I want to see what the other side has to say. Uh, Know thy enemy is uh, something that I espouse you guys. I try to get you guys to understand and and research the enemy and see what they're saying, read their articles, uh, because I don't think it's enough just to uh, just to believe and not, not know why you believe Right. I mean, it, it can be okay. I think that you can find yourself in a correct spot uh, and not know why you're correct. That's okay. You know, and, and I'm not going to, to I'm not going to attack anybody that doesn't do what I do. It's just you know, it's my opinion, whatever. Um. But it, and I guess maybe a hypocritical thing is I will attack the other side that attacks us. I'm generally a reactive type person, right? I try not to go after people uh, for no reason. You know, if the liberals were just sitting there and being peaceful and shit like that, uh, I might engage them in a discussion, but I'm not going to attack anybody because, uh, you know, out of nowhere, you know, I wait until I'm attacked before I start striking back. Usually I'll strike back harder and faster and with more strikes than they would. At least that's the intent. So, um, John had uh, come up with a, a thread, a tweet thread, in which um, he was basically kind of using that paragraph that he likes to use and uh, turning it on people who are are free market capitalists, Republicans, Christians, who support Trump, yada, yada, yada. Um, Something that I've often called him out on with this uh, paragraph is that he likes to say that Jesus was nonviolent. For anybody that's listening to me for the first time now, and and you may be a Christian, you didn't look at it from this angle, uh, Jesus was violent, and that's what I point out to him, and that he was wrong. And uh, violence isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? We need good people who are violent to uh, fight against the bad people that are violent. So there is such thing as necessary violence, and it's something that Christ practiced. Um, when he says that Christ was nonviolent, I always bring up the case in which Christ uh, made a whip and went into the temple and chased out all of the money lenders, the money changers, um, and the traders uh, out of the temple. He basically went in and fought them all. And uh, as I've talked about before, the money lenders of those days are much like the the uh, money sharks of today, the loan sharks. Right? They tend to come with security, as in big tough guys that will keep them safe in case somebody comes to try to take their money. Um, And it was no different back in those days. Uh, The money changers hired people to defend them uh, in case somebody were to come up and try to take their money. And so they had those in the temple. Well, Christ, by himself, made a whip and walked in and started attacking these people uh, violently, physically violently and uh, whipped them and chased every last one of them out of the temple. He cleansed the temple with violence. And so uh, it's, it's a, a pretty strong argument that annihilates his his point there, his comment that he was making, his, his claim that he was making. And um, I've done it numerous times. He quit. He, he did respond to a couple of things that I said in the beginning. He hasn't responded to anything I've ever said. Nothing. I've even tried to include some things that were a little questionable and not questionable of like morality or anything, but like correctness, right? To see if he would say anything back. You know, kind of goad him into the debate to say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, or not me saying hey, but, you know, putting it out there so that he would look at it and go, um, hey, this is wrong and you're wrong and you're know you wrong about everything because you're wrong about this one thing. So I was trying to goad him in. He won't even touch it. He will not touch it. I don't think he necessarily knows that that's what I'm doing, but I think he's more so afraid. And it's not because I'm anything special. Uh, I just carry along with me the truth and he's afraid of the truth because he knows that there is an argument out there that destroys his argument on Jesus being violent as well as many other things. Um, and there's somebody that will do it, and he won't fucking touch it. He's, he's afraid of the truth. Um, and so he put out this thread, which I thought was just hilarious, in which he, he said a whole bunch of dumb shit about Donald Trump. One of which was, Christ chased out the capitalists from the temple. All right, that's an interesting angle to take, especially being that capitalism uh, only came about, what, 150, 200 years ago maybe 3 certainly not 2,000 years ago nobody knew it as capitalism Given what he's doing is he's using bartering and buying and selling and this actually points out another thing here is that under socialism they don't want you to be able to take your well one, they don't want personal property two, they don't want you to take your personal property and sell it to someone else or try and go to like a garage sale they want to do away with garage sales they may not say that, but that's what they want to do. That's the second part of the definition of socialism. And it is incorporated in democratic socialism and social democracy. The definitions for those. So uh, that's a point to be made about um, John Fugel saying is that he's against that. So anyway, uh, he he tried to point out um, that Jesus Christ chased out the capitalists. And my response obviously was... I can't believe you're using this statement because you have always said that Jesus was nonviolent. You're making an argument that I make against your own argument. So which is it? Was he violent or was he nonviolent? Of course, he didn't say anything. And mind you, no one said a fucking word to me. I didn't have a single one of his stupid fucking sycophants that said a fucking word to me about this shit, which is very telling. Right? It shows that they're on the side of, uh, and I talked about this with debating. Sadly, what we've gotten to um, in in the times that we're in as humans is when we debate, our first thought isn't, I want to find out the truth. It's not about the truth in debates anymore. Uh, at least I would certainly say on one side. I know I shit a lot on the left. Um, as somebody who is an independent and looking at all the sides that I can. I'm just telling you the truth. I see it from the left the most. All of the bad shit. It's like they all group together. And then we're like, yeah, we're the left. And we only take the bad side of every issue. That's just what I see. But um, anyway, long story short. Uh, I went after him for that. He didn't say anything. And then uh, and then he tweeted out something yesterday. I've noticed that he's been doing this. Uh, he's trying to make it really um oh what's the word I'm looking for he's trying to make it so that uh, Christians feel bad about supporting Trump I guess and so he said you can't be a follower of Jesus and a follower of Trump I mean it is the most pretentious fucking self aggrandizing sacrilegious shit you could say you know for him to all of a sudden think that he can tell christians who they are um, when he doesn't even i don't think he practices it and i i just by all the shit that he does i don't believe he is christian you know what a hypo hypo hypocritical hypocritical thing for him to to shit on christians for us saying who and what is isn't christian and then for him to fucking do it when he doesn't even practice it you know what i mean i mean it was just uh as a Christian I can certainly look at somebody who supports abortion and say you can't hold those two things to be true at the same time you can't be Christian and be pro abortion you just can't um, because you're murdering an innocent life I broke this down of what abortion is and when life starts and uh, we can say that and be honest he says it and it's just like oh wow man you are just fucked up and he is um, so, my response to that was... Well, well, one, we don't follow them both the same. You know, he was making it out like... If you follow Jesus... And, and that that's exactly what I think he said was... You can't follow Jesus and Trump at the same time. And it's like, we don't follow them the same, dumbass. And I go, it really seems like you don't... You don't understand that. Just as you don't understand the majority of, of Christianity. Uh, again, didn't say anything back. So... Um, and he didn't have many comments at that point, And I know that he looks through his shit. So, um, I think, like I said, the next step is for me to, uh, just call in, just call into his show and, uh, let him have it on that. So I think I'm going to do that at some point or another long, long explanation of <laughs> what's going on <laughs> with, uh, why I think that John thing is af- afraid to debate someone like me. How about I say it like that? So it's not just about me because, uh. I think he's afraid to debate anybody that that has a uh, a real understanding of Christianity and of religion um who has has studied it. Uh I really wish more theologians, PhD holders, priests would go after him, you know, would uh, go after people like him and would engage him or try to engage him in debate and shut down these these um Lies, And that's the way that you do it. You don't censor him. I don't want him censored. I want him to be able to to say all the stupid shit that he's been saying. I do not want him censored. I do not want, it. certainly none of you, but no one else to go after, I don't know, his uh, 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 sponsors or anything. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let him do what he's doing. The way that you defeat that is by engaging in discussion and debate by bringing out better arguments and better ideas, right? Just like you should allow for your ideas to only be uh, changed through the truth, through through better arguments through that are truthful, mind you. The truth is always the most important. I don't give a fuck how good your argument is. If it ain't the truth then don't let it be changed. Don't let, you know, don't let your ideas be changed or somebody else's ideas be changed. And I've talked about this before when it comes to Sam Cedar. I think Sam Cedar is an excellent debater. I think that he's got a wonderful way of, of making arguments that sound right. And that's the sad thing about debates is that it, it's, it's only more so about who sounds more right, not about getting to the truth and changing minds for uh, the truth itself. And that's what I was meaning to end on with that. But um I think Sam Cedar is really good at that. Um, But he's wrong, right? Socialism is a net negative. Socialism is a taking, not a uh, creating. Socialism does not uh, make anybody wealthy. It makes them dependent. Um, And knowing that, Sam Cedar actually makes very... uh, 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 Not very, many. He makes all of his arguments to support socialism and make it sound like it's a good thing and that it actually helps out people and it somehow raises them out of poverty and, and all these other things when it doesn't but he makes a very good argument for it so just because you have good arguments doesn't necessarily mean that it's about the truth so as long as you let the truth guide that then, uh, then, then that makes all the difference so I really wish that more uh, uh, people who knew uh, religion in, in the Bible and, um, and other religions would engage these guys and correct them um, when they can. Uh, I doubt that John Fugelsang would engage those people, um, and he really only he only engages people that he hasn't seen that often. He won't do it to me, uh, at least not in the past. I don't know year or so. I haven't gotten any responses from him except for when I get into ba- two debates with uh, his sycophants. Then he'll start liking their shit. And, uh, he's done it on a couple of other occasions as well. Not just the ones that, uh, um, I've had long-standing debates on. So, uh, I, I do think that he's afraid. Um, you know, and I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a show of character and his character sucks. I think he's a, he's a shitty little asshole that, uh, that, um, you know, is trying to make a, a living and, and mind you, man, if, if that's your, if that's your, uh, if that's your whole thing, all right. It's it's a shitty character, but I certainly don't want to take away your ability to make money doing it that way. But I do draw the line when you try to take away other people's ability to ta- to make money, um, and you call for other people to be uh, censored and banned, and for their uh, sponsors to be um, uh, contacted and and uh, and to leave them uh, when you when you try to fuck with other people's money, uh, then then the gloves are off you know, um, eye for an eye type shit on that one. You know, I mean, you can still forgive somebody and not, and and in fact, it's actually, I would say your duty, um, to not allow them to continue being a bad, you know, a bad actor in whatever, in whatever, uh, area, you know, it's one thing. And that's the thing about forgiveness. Um, when I talk about the people that have, uh, that have sinned against me or have done something against me. I can forget them. I can forgive them, but there's a difference in forgiving and not allowing them to continue doing the bad, the bad thing that they may be doing. Right. If somebody just crosses me and they, you know, they, they only did some bad shit to me, whatever, but that's not how they treat most other people. Well, now I can, I, all I can do there is forgive and hopefully forget. Um, And certainly, I shouldn't go out and do anything back to them. That's revenge, you know, to a a certain degree. However, there's a difference there. Take, I don't know, take Islam, right? Uh, They come and they do something to me. They they say something mean to me or they, you know, tell me some bad stuff about Christianity or whatever it may be. Maybe even I get in a fight. Okay, well, obviously, I'm going to fight back, right? I'm going to defend myself. I have the right to do that. After the fight's all said and done, I should forgive them. I should forgive them and hopefully forget. Uh, But if they're continuously doing this to other people, well, now it's, I feel, my duty to go out there and to uh, defend those other people and uh, spread the word. Uh, I can still have forgiven them, but it doesn't mean I have to allow them to continue doing bad shit. Does that make sense? Hopefully I explained that the right way. Um, I'm going to end this particular part of this episode and uh, you'll hear me in a second but uh scoozy, um it'll probably be about something else so it seems like uh new segment if you didn't realize uh it seems like the coronavirus is kind of slowing down and uh more people are maybe feeling a little bit more like me i didn't like really take a, a strong stance i don't think uh Either way, it being like, no, it's not a thing, to, well, maybe it did. I don't know. I wasn't super, uh, I wasn't freaking out about it. We'll put it at that. And I think we've gotten, we've gotten everybody's fucking crazy hysteria down to a, uh, a low. Um, you know, the, the left, got, I mean, how fucking ridiculous can you be that you just blame this on Trump? They were. Play- I saw somebody fucking blamed a tornado on him, dude. Uh, by the way, I'm from Tennessee. We had some deadly tornadoes down there. Trump went down there and visited. Like, what? what is there nothing he can do? If he, is there nothing that he can do that you won't fuck? That they won't fucking give him shit for? You know? It's like, god damn. Like, I didn't like Barack Obama. Still don't think he's a piece of shit. Think he did a lot of fucked up things. Didn't like that I got kicked off my fucking insurance. And then it skyrocketed to what two or three times as expensive as it was. Yeah, because I was paying four hundred, and it jacked, it got jacked up. To, I want to say nine to a thousand, something like it was more. No, twelve, I think it was at one point. I know it was more than my mortgage, and my mortgage was like nine fifty or something, something, weird like that. I know it was more than my mortgage, and it fucking pissed me off. So that was thanks to Barack Obama and the ACA. Uh, doing that to somebody who made, I think that year I might've made 40 to 45, something like that. And, uh, and I got kicked off my good ass insurance. So fuck him. But anyway, uh, I mean, it wasn't like every single fucking thing he did I thought was bad, you know, or yeah, I didn't care. Like it was just the big shit that you like it. It's, it, it's the big shit if it counts, right? That uh that you give somebody shit for Man, I cut the fuck out of my hand yesterday. I leaned over, oh, I'll give you this little insight into my life, so I fucked up my shoulder a couple months back, and, uh, I mean, this was maybe around November, really, uh, October, November, and, uh, I haven't been able to do bench press, so bench and pull, and pull-ups had fucked up me and my shoulder, well, the doctor said that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a torn rotator cuff, which is what I was super scared about, um but they said, uh, so it's not torn or whatever. You've just got some ligaments that are, that got some tears in it. So not completely torn, obviously, but uh, you got some shit in there. And you just got to keep it. It's going to take a while to heal. You need to keep it in, in constant motion and shit like that and stretch often. And, uh, so it's like, all right, cool. Went out with brain. We worked out once or twice. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Is that what you fucking do? We're not in Detroit. Fuck face. What a fucking asshole. Anyway, um, he wouldn't even look at me. I I wouldn't look at me if I was doing that dumb shit either. Uh, so anyway, I, uh, this is how fucking sad it is, man. I went from, uh, nothing special, uh, you know, maybe 250 max on bench. Um, and even then I, I felt like I could go a little higher, right? I was doing really good. Um, Went from 250 down to fucking 85 pounds yesterday. My right shoulder was like, let's go. I'm ready to fucking throw some shit up. I haven't done this in a while. Let's get up there, right? My left was like, no. (laughs) Um, And so uh, I tried, I think I went up to 105, you know, because it was like each one I was increasing a little bit. And I was like, all right, feeling good, feeling good. And then I popped up to 105, and I was like, nope, nope, not good, no bueno. And my warm-up was the fucking bar. I am not kidding you. 45 fucking pounds was my warm-up. And I could still kind of feel it tingle in there. And then I got up to uh, 85, just threw two 25s on there. And uh, got up to uh, 85, and it was like, all right, yep, this is it. It feels good. It felt good, you know, when I was done. But, uh, oh, is that sad? bench at 85 pounds, it's like, it's like the pussies that I talk about on the left, like Antifa and shit, right, and I can only fucking pop up 85, um, but that, I mean, it's an injury, so it, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be that slow, it's gonna be nice and slow, I think my, I was uh, doing reps of seven, once I got to seven, I could really feel it kind of tingle, and it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to myself here, I'm gonna listen to my body, which is important, and, uh, but I did a whole bunch of other shit. I mean, I hadn't ran in maybe a week, got on it, and, uh, I have a tendency, I have an overreacted gag reflex, and if I have, like, kind of stringy, I know this is gross, but stringy spit, you know, or whatever saliva, it'll make me throw up. Uh, Brain had to experience that when he was, uh, when we were hanging out. So, uh, anyway, I, uh, I didn't throw up until the end, ran for my good 20 minute, 20 minutes at, uh, 5.5, getting up there, feeling better, getting in shape and, uh, then right after I ran over and threw up. <laughs> of course, I, I knew I did it. I, I just ate right before, like, I ate a little bit. I made sure not to eat a lot, because I wanted to run, so I went and ate, and, um, and, uh, and then threw up right after. Oh, hate doing that, but, uh, anyway, and then I punched on the bag for a little bit, and, uh, it felt good. I didn't have any real problems. My, um, my left hook, I kind of can feel it in there, like I'm a little worried that really try too hard with the left hook, my jab's alright, I'm okay with that, it's, uh, it's, it's seeming, it's pretty strong, you know, uh, my right hand's fine, I got no problem with my, uh, anything to do with my right, but it's just the fucking left shoulder, golly man, I never in all my life thought that I would have a bad back and a fucked up shoulder, and here we are, 37 years old, but it's getting better. And, uh, the answer is not to fuck around and not do anything. The answer is not to panic (laughs) and go buy up all the toilet paper. the fuck? Don't these people know what baby wipes are? So, you know what that means? That there is a, the majority of people out there have dingleberries on their buttholes. No grassies. No fucking grassies. Coronavirus. Son of a bitch. Nothing to it, dude. I mean, it's starting to, like I said, it's slowing down. Um... Yeah, we're probably at like 105 cases, 105,000 cases. I, oh, I got to make a couple corrections. I'm forgetting some of the stuff. I tried to do a couple of podcasts yesterday and they just didn't work out. But uh, a couple of corrections. Nobody's caught me on this, which, come on, guys, you got you to gotta catch me. You got to tell me so that I know better, right? Uh, something that I've been saying is that Elizabeth Warren went to Harvard. She did not go to Harvard. So I was incorrect on that she taught at Harvard, and when she used the Cherokee thing to get into there, uh, I'm uncertain as to, I want to say she did use it to get into Rutgers, she went to Rutgers in another one, um, I can't remember the other one, but I, she could have used it to get into those, um, but I know that she used being Cherokee to get into teach at Harvard, so there was my, there's my fix, I was wrong on that, oopsie, um, wrong on it, I'm a big enough man to admit when I was wrong, I was incorrect. And this is another part that I'm not claiming that I was incorrect, okay? for Somebody that might have thought that I was. When I say pandemic, there's two parts of that definition. Pandemic can mean basically international when it comes to a a virus or a sickness or a disease, okay? So it can mean international and worldwide, basically. So the reach, right? Well, I also have a reach of International. All right, I've reached as far out as New Zealand, Australia, uh, South America (Chile, Brazil, Argentina), um, you know, Central South America, Europe, Africa. Um, I've reached all of those places, so I have I have a large reach as well. However, it's the severity that I'm talking about. When I talk about pandemic levels, and not believing that cor- the coronavirus has reached that like worldwide uh, panic level. It's because it hasn't. And that's the other aspect of uh, uh, the other part of the definition of pandemic is the severity of it and in the numbers, right? How many people it's reached. We're still at I think 105,000 cases worldwide. It doesn't scream panic. It doesn't scream bubonic plague. It doesn't scream, you know, uh, fuck, it hasn't even reached the levels of the flu. And I know that that keeps being used out there in the, uh, in the ether, so, um, I don't think it's something to freak out about people, um, I still do not, uh, again, it's the, it's the fear mongering, it's the fucking fear porn that the mainstream media likes to put out there, uh, that causes people to react in the ways that they do, so, don't fucking panic, alright, it's gonna go away, just like the Ebola I don't even think it's reached the level of Ebola has it uh, Ebola now Ebola didn't reach as far and that's the worry is that alright well it's gotten to so many levels or so many countries sorry it's gotten to so many countries therefore it has the possibility of spreading like the bubonic plague or something crazy like that yeah I get that but we're also we're also advanced enough in healthcare that I think that we can take care of that privately to be honest but even, uh, even by way of, of uh, the different countries, um, they can take care of it. So I'm not worried about it. Uh, again, worried more so with, with how people react to the fear porn that uh, you know MSNBC and all those fuckers like to, like to um, trade in. So anyway, mentioning MSNBC, I don't know if you noticed, there's a lady, here. I think her name is Mika something, who tweeted about uh, Mike Bloomberg and his campaign, in an ending. And her tweet went to the effect, something to the effect of, uh, Mike Bloomberg spent $500 million in his campaign. There's 327 million people in the United States of America. That's enough for Mike Bloomberg to have given every American... A million dollars and still have some change left over. So, she made that tweet. It got to MSNBC where it went through however many editors, uh, the per- first person that caught it or that found it um, went through uh, a whole slew of people basically to get to Brian Williams and this chick, I can't remember her name, that, that uh, both discussed it on air. Every, everybody agreed with it. The fucking chick even goes, that's so true. Isn't that horrible? Doesn't that just show you how, you know, how bad it is that we have this much money in politics blah, blah, blah. I hope that you picked up on, on it. There's 500 million dollars and in the tweet, five hundred million dollars was almost right above the three hundred twenty-seven million people. So if you divide five hundred million by three hundred twenty-seven million, you do not get over a million dollars per person. <laughs> it's called simple math, and uh, <laughs> John Ward. I made, uh, made a video on it today. It uh, came out a couple hours ago. Go check it out. It's, uh, I mean, it's a gaff. It's But just the mere fact that it made it through that many people and how hard MSNBC... So they were, they were fucking retardedly wrong, okay? This is... It was so stupid that they came out with this. Um, but the mere fact that they're so hard on Trump supporters. I mean, look at what they did with the Covington Catholic kids. Uh, Look at, they're so hard on Donald Trump. They're so hard on, on, uh, you name it. Anybody that isn't on the liberal left side, right? They're hard on. I mean, super fucking hard. Meticulously fucking hard on these people, on us. And uh, and they do something like this. So fucking stupid. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I really don't give a fuck. It was a, it was an accident. It, I, I get what was going on in their heads, you know. And it was like, it was like a kid with a, 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 a square paint trying to put it into the circle, right? That's it, you know. It's, it's, it's just, it made sense in their head for a quick, hot second. Had they actually broken it down, they would have been like, oh, you know. And it didn't hurt anybody. It's just funny, uh, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but because they're that hard on us, well, go fuck yourselves. Fucking morons. You know, we're supposed to be listening to you for the news. You're supposed to be unbiased. You're supposed to give us just the news and be real journalists and do the shit that Alex Jones and Infowars and uh, Caitlin Bennett and um, what's my Irish guy? Uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. At Project Veritas. James O'Keefe. You know what I mean? Fucking Mark Dice. David I, you're supposed to be doing the fucking actual journalism that these, these guys are doing and you don't do it. You lie to us. You're the Ministry of Truth. Uh, you fucking propagate all the shit from the liberal left and it's all wrong. It's all lies. You know? Now, even with John saying, like I just got done talking about him, the fucking guy comes out to uh, to try and, and uh, shit on Trump for the the Dow crashing well, first off, fuckface, we don't worry about the Dow on a single day, you dumb motherfucker. It's an expenditure. It's just like you don't put your money into the stocks for a minute. You know what I mean? You don't do it for a fucking day. Okay? You don't do it for a fucking... I mean, maybe a week? Maybe? But you you put it in there and you let it rise and fall until it gets to such a degree that it's almost like you're at the fucking... the, the casino, and, uh, and you're up so much that it's like, all right, I need to sell. I need to fucking sell, take half of the profits, put it back in the market, and then the other, other I'm going to put away in savings and shit, right? Doing it the smart way. You don't fucking worry about the Dow going down for a couple of days. Given if it goes down to such a degree that it's like fucking everything crashes, but that isn't going to happen. It's And there's there's indicators of why it went down. And it's the fucking fear porn that's been going on with the coronavirus and what people do with that. It's affecting everything. Which is exactly why I've been saying I'm not worried about the coronavirus. I think that's horse shit. I'm more, I'm more worried about uh, how people react to it. Right? How people react to the fucking propagated panic that mainstream media even Fox News and all the rest of those fuckers are putting out there. That's why I'm telling you don't fucking panic. And given, yeah, Alex Jones has has been pushing this idea that it's worse and all this other stuff. But he still does kind of hold on to the idea that, uh, you know, kind of what I've been saying, only a little bit more. And uh, they're worried about it too. They're on the end of, hey, these fuckers have been lying to us. You know, and this is what we want to figure out, and, uh, you know, just in case, fucking Luke Radowski, one of the guys that I really enjoy watching, he used to work with them for wars, he, they, they had a falling out, and uh, even he was like, yeah, it's about at a four or five for a worry, but just in case it gets to a ten, I'm, I'm prepared, alright, that, that makes sense, I really don't think it's, it's, it's world-ending. You know, I think there's a lot to it. I think it was created in a fucking lab to be used for certain purposes. Uh, funny how it happens right during an election year, you know, eh, I think there's something behind there, you know, if I'm being honest. And I don't think I necessarily thought that way in the beginning, but I'm really starting to kind of see it now. And especially as it's starting to slow down a little bit. Uh, now that I say that watch, it'll fucking go all the way up again. And and, uh, next thing you know, we'll have two, 300,000 cases. And it's like, once you get to a million, it's like, all right, now it's, this is, uh, I don't want to say panic because never panic, but this is something that, you know, throw some caution at, you know, you need to start figuring some shit out quick. Um, but, uh, yeah, so fucking Fugel sayings going after Trump about the fucking crash. It's like, dude, dumbass, you don't know about money. Apparently. You don't know about the fucking stock markets. You just like talking shit about Trump and, and Wall Street. Well, little did you know, you dumb motherfucker, uh, Wall Street doesn't like Donald Trump a whole lot, except for what he can do for them. Did you know that like the fucking majority of, of Wall Street uh, was against Donald Trump? You know what I mean? Like They're all about the left and shit, and they fucking placate to the left, uh, which is so weird because the left hates Wall Street. You have fucking Bernie Sanders out there running his mouth constantly about Wall Street. But then again, they fucking kind of work on the same side and shit. So it's, it's all fucking, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's, it's a goddamn circus, to be honest. Um, but uh, you can't put that on. <laughs> like, it, they pick and choose what they want to use against Donald Trump. All right? One, I will say right now that Donald Trump is the reason why the economy is doing as, as well as it is. I wouldn't normally put it on a singular person, but for him to come out and have this. The, the the span of influence that he does to start shit talking when he talks shit moves. That's how fucking impressive this dude is. Okay? If you deny that the economy is booming because of Donald Trump, I don't know I don't know where to fucking begin with you. Like it is booming because of him. Not because it Do- listen, dude, like I get like trying to fucking put the the bad shit on a president like when a president first comes in like Barack Obama did. He was blaming George Bush left and right for the the recession that we were in and all this other shit for the first couple of years. And then he came out to go oh look at me. I'm I did all of this. I fucking you know I made everybody I made the I brought us out of a recession and I made the economy. I saved us. I did all of this and his whole administration. Yeah but what did you do after? Are you saying that it took an entire eight years for you to get us out of the, the recession and now we're, we're reaping what you sowed? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'll give him his effect. I think a president has about, maybe right after the first year and a half. After the first year and a half, you can blame everything on the old president, maybe, maybe, to a certain degree. If it's bad, right, for the last, maybe even the, the good parts. But... It's something different with Donald Trump when he came in. I see, I saw, and so I'm sure did you, I saw an improvement, a bump in uh, the economy right before he got into office. If you remember, he was out there, uh, and just by him talking about Lear and what they were doing, uh, he caused Lear to not move their companies, or their uh, their manufacturing plants to, uh, to third world countries in order to have profits be higher because they're, they're hiring, um, cheaper, cheaper labor. He did that. He did that with a couple of other companies that they would then come out, I think on Twitter and would, would, uh, corroborate it, right? That because of Trump, these companies started, uh, um, coming back to the United States of America. Not just that, but he was promising deregulation for corporations and small businesses. That's a massive fucking part. And a tax cut. He was he was uh, claiming that he would do all of that. And that caused the little bump that happened beforehand. What was uh, dipshit Barack Obama saying? Oh, you need a magic wand to bring back all of these jobs. Well, guess what? Those jobs are still around. And not just that, they're more prevalent. Oh yeah, only by by like fifty or sixty. Uh, yeah, but they're not away, and they actually went to the positive. They didn't leave, like uh, Hillary Clinton, dumbass, went out there and she said, "We're gonna we're gonna get rid of all the coal mining jobs," which is actually clean energy. And the fucking fracking. I mean, the left is just so stupid. And not only that, they don't understand that you can't make an unindustrialized country fucking become industrialized. Without, without oil, like how are you going to operate the machinery? Well, we have solar and we have this, this, and this. Yeah, but you need fucking machines that run and function on oil and gasoline to operate that shit. You stupid fuckers! How in the hell are you going to get a third country, or third world country, to come up without those? You can't. What are you going to fucking go in and not? do anything, <laughs> like, in order to put up the uh, the solar wind propeller thing, whatever those things are called, I can't think of words right now, you need to use machinery that op- that runs and operates off of gasoline and oil to put those fucking things up, the people that get out there to work, they need cars, and guess what, fucking the uh, electronic cars cost more money than the gas guzzlers, not gas guzzlers, but cars that run on gas, stupid Fuckers? What are you going to give everybody that works on that shit a brand new electric car and then you're going to supply them with electricity? Well, where are you going to get the electricity? Oh, that's right. From machinery that fucking runs on gas and oil. You dumbasses. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, it's just so fucking stupid. So for John saying to come out and try and shit on Trump for uh, the Dow and, and anything did, and then try and, and uh, say that Barack Obama... I mean, my God, he... Barack Obama was just a piece of shit, he was another cog, that's all he was, him and the and the other last three presidents, George Bush Jr., uh, Bill Clinton and George Bush Sr., were all a fucking, they were all the fucking, uh, the, the, the feathers on the same fucking bird, you know, some were left wing, some were right wing, you know, but they were on the same fucking bird, you know what I mean, two sides of the same coin. They were, they were headed towards the same exact fucking, we, we kept fucking declining man, you know? And, uh, and, uh, and, and idiots like John Fugel saying, you can't fucking figure it out, you know? So they're going to stay on the left wing versus right wing. That That's a massive reason why I don't like saying that I'm right wing. I'm not, you know? And I refuse to be, I refuse to join up with with the right wing. I refuse to join the fucking uh, Republicans. I even refuse, and listen, I like the Libertarians the best. I refuse to call myself a Libertarian. Even though that people like Eric July, I I think Eric July is fantastic. I really do. I, I really do enjoy the Libertarians. I just refuse to make myself become a part of a, a, a group that will have some kind of a, an influence on how I, I vote. You know, and how I make decisions and in, uh, in, in, governance. So, well, you're a Catholic. Yeah, but that's governance from God and I don't get any choice in what God gets to do. Uh, and thankfully he's loving, you know, I could, I could see being mad at him if he's not loving, but, uh, you know, luckily, uh, God is the best, you know? And so I follow him and, uh, I give over my authority to him, right? So, uh, even though he's the, uh, source of authority, but, um, Anyway, so that's a long tirade on that. Um, Am I going to end it here? I think I'll end it here. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be liberal.